Hello everyone and welcome to Lit Living in Transition, the fierce podcast where we have transparent conversation, discovering his purpose in our suffering and enduring strength while listening to the truth of the word of the Lord for prophetic revelation. Our transitional scripture is read from Revelation 12:11. They conquered him completely through the blood of the Lamb, and the powerful words of his testimony triumphed, because they did not love and cling to their lives, even when faced with death. This is Summer Fierce VIP. Come over, relax, and let's get lit. Carry the light of his glory. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to have to um, connect with you because you are a life coach, right? Yes, I am. I am a certified relationship life coach and also dual certified as a healing midwife um so i have to kind of explain it because people be like uh do you deliver babies no (laughs) i do not deliver babies but i help women i help people deliver um their new i help people birth their new their transformation their new self and so we work on like your inner child so different things that um you've experienced in your childhood a lot of times we're not even aware Mm -hmm. of how our traumatic experiences have um molded us into certain ways and we carry those things into our adulthood Mm -hmm. and so with my dual certification i also help people tap into um those dark inner spaces um and help them move forward help them you know you know dig up those roots and let's do the work and so yeah i'm 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 a little bit of both (laughs) life coach and midwife so yes so you know some people would think um i'm thinking it um when you talk about digging up those dark spaces those dark Mm -hmm. spaces some people would think that's just too painful i don't want to go back Mm -hmm. i don't want to deal with that because of the pain Mm -hmm. so as as we do the work um there will be some hard times um however we do not re-traumatize so um, the work that I do, we're not going to sit you in these um, past traumatic experiences and just like rehash detail for detail for detail to re-traumatize you. But what we will do is identify the root and then we're going to figure out how to dispel that root, how to kill it, how what what do we need to do to cancel that out? And then what is the the new thing that we're going to implement in that place like um for an example um like for me i was a witness of abuse um and we call that childhood domestic violence i did not even know that that was a thing until i wrote my first book um and i talk about that in my book so just like women who or the parent who's in the abusive relationship the child who witnessed this it creates some of the same side effects as if that child was experiencing the abuse themselves, literally. Like that's why they call it childhood domestic violence. 
So with that um, childhood domestic violence, I um, grew up and I, uh, as an adult or young adult, I had aggression problems. So like if you was coming at me, I'm going to make sure I get you before you get me. Like different things like that. We don't really like pinpoint and be like, why do I act like this? Why do I respond like this? Why? So I figured out my root. My root is because I was a child witnessing abuse. I was a child witnessing people fighting and fussing. And I internalized that as a normalcy, as a way of interacting with people when that is not normal. That that was my toxic upbringing. And so even though it was my normal it is not really normal. <laughs> right, right. Yes, ma'am. And so what we, so even though that was a negative experience, I found my root and then I found the positive. So the positive out of that is that basically, even though I saw that, I saw that aggression, um, I saw all of that abuse. Um, the positive side is that it made me a stronger person. Amen. I, I'm not a pushover. I'm not a, um, a, a, a yes person. Like I have an opinion. I have a voice. I don't mind voicing my opinion. Now, over the years, I've had to work on my tone and, <laughs> and how I approach things because that was my, my, um, my, you know, what I took from my childhood. So I had to learn how to properly voice my opinion without being aggressive or, you know, being disrespectful because I, I have a voice and I can say what I need to say without being disrespectful, without raising my voice, without making you feel like I'm coming for you or anything like that. But so that was the positive side. So even though I went through all of this and I saw all of this stuff and yes, throughout the years, it, it made me hard. It made me aggressive and it made me react instead of responding. Um, in the end, I realized that that made me strong. It built my character. It made me have a voice because some people are afraid to even express how they feel about certain things. Like even just at work last night, I had somebody trying to tell me something and I'm like, no, love, <laughs> that's not how it's going to happen. Like, no, I, uh, -uh. And after I voiced my opinion, somebody else was like, I wish I could do that. Like, and I was like, love is easy. Just do it. And it's easy to me because all my life I've had to voice my opinion and say what I needed to say. So now that I have the proper tools to properly do it, it comes naturally. It comes easy to me. Mm. So that's the part I do as a midwife. Like I help you find okay. the root. And I help you figure out, okay, how can we change this? How can we put a positive spin on this? And so that's part of that. <laughs> so we don't re-traumatize you. It will be hard days. It will be hard times and stuff that you have to work through this stuff. But it won't be as to the point where you feel like you're reliving it. You're back in it again and you're just stuck in it. No, ma'am. We help. I help you birth the new, help you move forward into the new. Wow, you said a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just got a lot of clarity about some things about my character. Yes, ma'am. I find myself forever being reactive. I've been mm -hmm. working on not being reactive, just, you know, listen and respond after I'm done listening, you know. Mm -hmm. But I find myself being reactive. I'm glad I got an excuse for it now. Thank the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, you know, my deliverance, I, you know, someone said to me more recently, um, it, it's not that you're saying it to me, it's your deliverance. And in my mind, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, but I said it three times nicely and you didn't get <laughs> it the first three times. So that's yeah. <laughs> that but even in that I probably could have been a little more subtle and respectful in my delivery but my delivery was now look yeah I'm gonna say it again you know um and um and when you speak on the um childhood um domestic violence that's mind-blowing to me because even in my one of my episodes that is coming up this summer I think I talk about it a little bit where I said um well I watched I said I didn't go through it I watched my mom go through it but yeah I did go through it I was yes she did so I went through it and, Mm -hmm. and 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 as a result I found myself um not saying things, you know, like mm-hmm. as I grew up, like not defending myself, you know, people think I'm hard and, you know, cause when I do speak, like I said, my, I'm reactive, but there's mm-hmm. so many times I don't speak up for myself because what I need to. And that mm-hmm. is because of something that I witnessed um, my mom go through, which now I realize I actually went through it as well. And so yes. I keep my mouth shut and that's a, a part of my trauma. So mm-hmm. yes, ma'am, I will be yes. seeking you um, for, you know, some counseling because now I realize I need it. Thank you, Lord, for revelation. Yes, yes indeed. Yes. Yes. And, and, and it's the, and that's see when, when you get something and when you learn something, it's like, you want to give it to everybody. And it's like, I want everybody to understand this concept, but it's like, I can only help those that want to be helped. And like, I I always reference um, Harriet Tubman when she says um, she would have freed thousands of more slaves if they only would have known they were slaves and i feel the i'm getting chill bumps even saying it like i feel the exact same sentiments like i see these women in these abusive relationships and in these toxic situations and 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 i'm just like love like let me help you like let me like give you these principles let me help you you know have a different outlook on what you're in like or in look on what you're in (laughs) like let me help you but I can only help those that actually know that they're slaves to their relationships they're slaves to their mentality they're slaves to their generational curses like I can only help those that are aware and that want the help because even if you are aware but you're like I'm cool with it you know I'm comfortable with it you know well like my grandma used to say if you like it I love it love like if you like it I love it Mm -hmm. it ain't nothing I could do to make you want to change or to make you want the help Mm -hmm. so yeah, so that's my dilemma right now. It's like I want to give it to everybody. I want to help everybody, but it's like I can only help those that actually are aware and that want the help. So, yeah, yeah, I respect that. I can understand where you're at with that. Yeah. Um, thank you for that, man. That was that was a amazing segue and to what we call excerpts from the author it is time for you to select an excerpt that you would like to share with our listeners please yes so it's amazing to me how god works like he always working and we just ended the conversation on generational curses right yes and the chapter that i chose is chapter four breaking 
generational curses. And I chose this before this conversation. So it's yes. <laughs> it's amazing to me. Like God good. So yeah, so uh that's what I wanted to read um a part of today, chapter four, um breaking generational curses. Okay, I'm there. Okay, so do you want me to read just a part of it or the whole chapter? Um, your chapters are kind of small. Let me mm-hmm. see. Let me look. Let me look. Uh, oh, your chapter is very small. Okay, I think you might be able to go ahead and um, read it. I could uh, go ahead and read it because we don't know what people need. We really don't. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna. Um, let me see. Okay. Um, I'm gonna read. Okay, I'm gonna just start it. Okay, so chapter four, Breaking Generational Curses, starting at page 67. As I began to learn more of God, I began to understand more about life, my surroundings, and my situation. I found the strength to forgive the monster who murdered my mom. When I got older, I even went to visit him in prison to tell him I forgave him. Once I arrived to the maximum security prison, I felt nervous and didn't know what to expect. I went through the rigorous, degrading security search and patiently waited for the monster in the visitation area. When he came out, my heart dropped to my feet to sit inches away from the man who brutally murdered my mom was surreal and I was flooded with emotions. I was surprised that he looked the same. I felt nervous, angry, and sad. We talked and I expressed my forgiveness. He then proposed that I sign some documents to help him get released from prison early. The nerve of him. I immediately got up and left. I forgave him, but I wasn't willing to help him get out of prison early. He did the crime he had to do all of the time. This was the beginning of a long journey of healing for me. I made a promise to God that I wouldn't allow my generational curses to become my life. I vowed that I would not be like my mom and endure physical abuse. I also vowed that I would not be a single parent. I'm not saying that there is anything wrong with you if you are a single mom. Being a single parent requires sacrifice, dedication, and hard work. I truly admire any parent who has to take on that responsibility alone. It's just not what I envisioned for my life. As I grew older, I found myself looking for love in all the wrong places, just like my mom. I didn't have a baby out of wedlock, nor did I allow a man to abuse me physically. However, every relationship I was in was a whirlwind of emotional and verbal abuse. I was lied to, cheated on had money stolen from me, called out of my name, and just blankly disrespected through actions and words. I knew I deserved better, but I lacked true confidence in myself. So I dealt with the pain. I thought I was loved because even after there was a breakup, the guy would come back pleading for me to take him back. Surely he must love me, I thought. I had no idea I was allowing myself to be emotionally abused. I was trying so hard not to follow in my mother's footsteps. I became her. (laughs) Followed the same destructive relationship patterns. The vicious cycle of generational curses started when I was in an intimate relationship at 16. After a year, we broke up. 
there was one too many broken promises from my boyfriend at the time who was a year older than me. He was supposed to come to my high school graduation and never showed up. I later found out he was one, he was with one of his multiple sex partners. Needless to say, we broke up and months later, I was already talking to someone else, entertaining the thought of another relationship. We were friends for a year, and by the time I was 18, we were officially dating. We were in a five-year relationship and then married at the age of 23. I allowed, I allowed the emotional abuse to follow me from one relationship to the next. I was determined to make the relationship work, even if all the odds were stacked against me. I devoted myself completely in the beginning of the relationship. I forgot to focus or didn't know how to focus on my individual growth. The more I got hurt, the less I devoted. I was hurt emotionally and verbally so much that I fell out of love. Even though I was no longer in love, I still loved and cared about him. I felt as though I couldn't live without him. I believe no one really wanted me for me. They were only interested in what I could do for them or how I made them feel. I was cute, but I wasn't that cute to be able to get any man I wanted. So I stayed. Mm. I began to feel trapped. I felt as though I failed God my mom, and my family. Was I breaking the generational curse of abuse? Nope, not at all. It was just a different form of abuse that I wasn't used to seeing. So I didn't even notice it was, I didn't even notice it when it was happening to me. This was such a burden that I didn't know how to get free from. I was brainwashed into thinking I was weak and couldn't live without him. I often ask myself now, why didn't I leave sooner? I realize now that I never gave myself time to heal from my previous relationships and childhood pain. I was expecting him to make me happy. I didn't know who I was. I didn't love myself. And because the relationships validated me as a woman, I felt like I needed to be in a relationship. I didn't need a man to take care of me. I just felt lonely not having companionship. I imagine that's how my mom felt. Wow. It's been an amazing time. Thank you so much. Tell our guests where they can follow you and support you, please. So Natalie's Place has a website is www.nataliesplace.org and straight from there you can find all the information about what we are planning to offer the community. Um, you can contact me on um, the contact tab. All of that information comes straight directly to me. Um, the uh, I think my email is there. My phone number is there. Everything you need is on that website. Even if you want to just stop by and donate is the <laughs> donate tab um right on that website everything is there so okay wonderful thank you for stopping by lit i hope you enjoyed were inspired and encouraged by the transparent conversation you're always welcome to come over to anchor spotify and apple podcast
If you want to chat, we can do that. Talk to me at imlivingintransition.com. Are you in the mood for a welcoming ambiance where you can leave a comment, suggest a topic of discussion, or perhaps request prayer? Well, just scroll over to www.imlivingintransition.com. You have an open invitation to visit my IG at I'm Living in Transition. Share my world. Facebook, Lynette Rochelle. Please and thank you. Let's get personal. Teacup, the series, Attitude Fierce, streaming on YouTube. Come over and last chill. Like Grandma used to do.